My story begins in 2015 when I went through a massive spiritual awakening. The trigger for this was me leaving a relationship that at the time I thought was everything that I wanted, but the universe just had other plans for me. So when I finally had the courage to step outside of this relationship, it was like I woke up the next morning and I could feel like something in me had shifted. It was like the colors got brighter and the sounds got louder and suddenly I felt this sense of like a cage had been lifted from my heart except I didn't even know that the cage was even there. In the coming weeks I started going quite deep in my meditation practice and essentially overnight I was able to start channeling. So the first channeling experience happened for me just when I was laying in bed late one night and I heard these voices that started coming through my mind and I didn't know who they were. I didn't know what it was. This energy was moving so fast through my body that all I could do was speak the words that were coming out, but I couldn't even fully understand the words that were coming out of my mouth. I remember in that moment I got my phone out and I recorded these words that had come out and even though I was the one saying it, it wasn't until I went back and listened to what I had said that I realized I felt like it wasn't really me speaking and there was this energy coming through me that was something I had never experienced before. Within just a matter of weeks, I started receiving these these pictures, these images, these sacred geometries that were coming into my mind as I would meditate. And I had this really, really strong sense that I had to share these images with people. So I took these images and I turned them into these little cards that I did up myself on the computer. And I invited some friends of mine to come and do a meditation with me where we meditated on these particular cards. The very first event that I held with this meditation, I called it a sacred geometry DNA activation. We had three people in the room that had these really profound connections with higher dimensional beings and were able to see things in those realms. Now, I hadn't had a lot of experience myself with that work, but I knew from the experience that these people had that these images were really powerful, that these codes were really something that were quite profound. And so essentially, you know, I kept following these little internal guidances and I kept following step by step these little inner feelings or these intuitive guidances that I was getting to keep going on this journey. Before I was doing this work, I actually had a degree in electrical engineering and then at the time I was doing my master's of teaching. So when I had the spiritual awakening, I was still very much in that realm of academic and the white picket fence life and, you know, had the partner and did all the things that I thought I was supposed to do. But when I had this awakening, suddenly that whole part of my life just got pushed off to the side and I was being really called from within to explore this pathway that was very unknown. And all I could really do was take it one step at a time. You know, some of these little intuitive guidances, they led me to go traveling or they led me to meet certain people. I remember on this one particular day, I really felt like I had to book a ticket to Mount Shasta in California. And so I booked this flight and I ended up having this incredibly magical adventure just for a few days in America. And I came back and I felt like I was never the same person again. Um, so I guess over the next few years, I kept following step by step these little inner guidances. And each time I dropped into meditation and I received that intuitive knowing and then took action on it, it was like those voices got louder. So suddenly my life wasn't about guesswork anymore. It was actually very guided and very led by these, these inner voices. And over time, I started to learn who these beings were and that they were here to help us. 
I started learning more about planetary ascension and I started to learn that humanity was going through this phase of awakening. And as I started getting clear on you know, what was actually happening at that planetary level, I realized that it was my job or my, I guess, my purpose to go and share this knowing with other people. So as I started sharing these meditations, these codes, and following these guidances, it was like each piece of the puzzle organically just fell into place. I never had any actual plans to build a business. Like I had never, I never woke up one day and said, I want to have a business. I want to be a business owner. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to help people awaken. That it just wasn't something that was even in my reality because I thought I was going to be a teacher and I was going to be working with children and that I was just going to do that for the rest of my life and I'd have a job and I'd have a partner and I'd have a house and that's what I thought my life was going to be. So then suddenly, you know, when I started sharing these codes, I essentially step by step landed in the the right spaces, the right situations with the right people that helped me to build my business. One of the first things that happened for me was I built a studio. I guess I I started a studio in Perth where, again, very organically, it started off with just that one event. And then after that one event happened, I started running more events. And then the next thing I knew, I was running a meditation every Friday night and everybody was coming. And then other people started asking me in my studio if they could borrow my space, if they could hire it. And so then suddenly I had yoga classes happening in there. And then fast forward a couple of years down the track, I had 13 facilitators. We had yoga and massage and Tai Chi and, and all these different things going on. And suddenly there I was, just, you know, the owner of this studio called Sydney Space in Perth. And it became quite well known, you know. So suddenly I became the center of this community hub, which was something that I really had never planned. But just by following the step-by-step internal guidances I was getting, I was able to create that from a vision that I would say is actually bigger than myself. So in the process of that, I learned that, you know, there is something greater than us and there is something beyond us that can help us to create a life that is perhaps even greater than what we've envisioned for ourselves. One of the practices I started doing at that time was I started walking into my studio every morning and I used to ask the studio what the studio wanted from me. So instead of me going in and trying to control everything and trying to, you know, make business plans and stuff, I didn't do any of that. I just did it day by day and I asked the studio what it needed from me to show up and so then I just did the thing. Some days it could be that the studio needed me to rearrange something or it needed me to paint something or it needed me to advertise something or I would receive inspiration to create an event. And so bit by bit, I just created all those pieces that then essentially grew by themselves. Five and a half years later, I actually shut down that studio and that's about where we are now. So I remember walking into my studio one day and the studio said to me, we're done. It essentially said, our time here is finished and it's time for you to let me go. And I remember that moment, which I knew was always going to come. I knew I was never going to be in that studio forever. But when I actually went in there and I meditated and I really felt the studio asking me to now leave, there was this moment of grief, but also excitement in knowing that there was something new that was coming. So within a few weeks after that, I shut down my whole studio and I ended up leaving Perth. I'd booked a one-way ticket out to Adelaide, not knowing where my adventures would take me. And then again, I just followed step by step one little piece of guidance after another and have landed here now on the East Coast. And my life now looks very different to what it did even just a few months ago. What I'm doing now is I'm really helping people 
through um, a different way. So I've moved my whole business online and suddenly I have a lot more flexibility, which I, you know, which isn't something that I really had before in this way. One of the other big things, I guess one of the big pieces of my journey is also I started receiving information about energy healing. And that is essentially how Origin Activation was born. Through these meditations and through some group classes that I started running, I started receiving information about how the entire paradigm of energy healing needed to shift and change. And as I started receiving this information, I basically just wrote it all down. And so for about six months, I just got download after download about energy healing and about the philosophy of healing and how, you know, people are not fully understanding the way that we create health and wellness by our minds and our thoughts and our energies and the way that we we view people who come to us in a time of need and so essentially in those few months I received all the information about what is now origin activation at that time I thought I was just running some little classes about energy healing and over the few months it became a full-blown course and then I ended up teaching it to the first group of people I think we had about seven or eight people that I taught this modality to And it was a very simple training back then. And then the following year, again, it evolved and it evolved and evolved. And so by the time we got to 2017, I had a fully um, internationally recognized modality where I was able to teach people how to become energy healers utilizing a philosophy that was completely original and completely new. And again, the whole thing happened just by listening to those little voices and those little guidances in my meditation practice that kept giving me one step at a time. I think one of the biggest lessons I learned in the process of that was that, you know, you don't need to know the whole staircase in order to act on the inspiration that's here in the moment. So when I listened to those little guidances, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of um, surrendering. There was a lot of me feeling like I was just walking in the dark, not knowing what I was doing. But at the same time, there was also this sense of I knew that I was being looked after and I knew that I would always get the next step. And so each time I took a step, I had that level of trust that at least I could do that piece, whether it's running a class, whether it's opening a studio, whether it was shutting down my studio, whether it's creating a modality, whether it's teaching a particular class, you know, and each of those pieces, those little steps that I've taken have now culminated in what is my beautiful empire and my my modality origin activation, which we now have 12 facilitators that are trained and able to go out into the world and facilitate these powerful activations and healings for other people. So I guess that's that's essentially my journey in a nutshell. Um, it really is has been a journey of like internal awakening and internal trust and following those inner guidances. And in that there is a lot of unknown and there is a lot of, um, I guess, room for, you know, still being human and all of that. But I think the biggest piece for me and for what I really want to impart to people is that we're not alone in this universe. I couldn't have done what it is that I've done without the help of all my guides and, you know, all the beings that are around me. And I've been able to connect to them through my meditation practice. So my meditation practice has become absolutely non-negotiable in my life because that's become the absolute core of everything that I've built in my life and in my business. Um, so the question, what have you learned about yourself from sharing your story? I guess even as I've just said this, you know, in the last few minutes, it's like, um, it's beautiful to reflect on the story from time to time. And I've told this story so many times, you know, I've been on so many different shows sharing parts of, you know, different aspects of this journey of awakening. Um, but essentially each time I share it, I guess I feel gratitude to those past versions of me that were able to trust and that were able to follow in that guidance. And 
I guess as I reflect back on it myself, I've learned that I am very capable of just taking that leap and really going forward in that, which is something that I know not everybody does because people do have a lot of fear and people do have a lot of resistance that comes up and people's minds get in the way and they think, what is society going to think? What are my parents going to think? What are my friends going to think? And um, I guess for me, I've learned that I've had the capacity to to really step beyond that, to transcend beyond what the outside world is going to think and to just come into what do I feel like doing. Even if it doesn't make any sense, I'm able to take action on things that I feel guided to do because I trust myself and my own voice enough that I'm able to do that. Um, so, yeah, I guess I love telling that story because it still reminds me of that essence of myself, um, and that's always a beautiful reflection. Uh, what is my biggest dream? Gosh, I dream of a world where people don't have to suffer. You know, origin activation I've seen time and time and time again where people are able to have spontaneous healings. Like I've had people walk into my room and they've literally healed physical pain that they've had for decades, you know, and I look at that and I go, anything is possible. And at the same time, it frustrates me because, you know, people don't have the education. They don't have the know-how of how to actually take those tools and practices out into the world and to, to use them on themselves. And it purely is because people just don't know how. Like people don't even know that it's possible. Like if you go and tell a medical doctor that, you know, certain illnesses can be cured instantly just by treating the root emotional and energetic cause, they'll look at you like you're nuts. So my big dream is is a world where, you know, science and spirituality really do come together in such a way where people can talk about this openly and freely and to be able to live from a space of knowing our full connectedness to the universe and to that inner power that we all have. And when people have that, I see so much harmony and peace in this world. And I see a world where people can finally start to understand that we are all one. And in that oneness, we can treat each other with the kindness and respect that we all deserve. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's my story. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.